It's November 20th, 2019, and this is Diz Podopolis, where we talk about Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and everything in between. A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep in dreams you will lose your heartaches whatever you wish for you keep have faith in your dreams and someday your rainbow will come shining Joining us on a new episode of Dispodopolis, and this is number 27. And we're pretty excited about this episode because we're actually putting this out in a timely manner with timely information in it. We should get bonus points for this one. We're doing awesome. Yes, what do you think, Fiona? Rare. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, no, let me... <laughs> no, nobody should be offended. It's just like, you know, that's Jump in there. Roll. That's yeah. right. Oh my gosh, yes. Just since we're on Skype. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. All right, Fiona. Um, why don't you introduce yourself? Well, um, uh, uh, hello. All right. That's a great greeting. And <laughs> Ryan, why don't you say hello to everyone out there? Well, I want to say hello to all of our listeners. Thank you for joining us tonight. And hello to my Aunt Dolores and hello to my mom. All right. I, yes, I am so excited. Tonight we're going to be talking about um, Disney Plus. And man, we, because we're recording, I know this is really bizarre, but we actually record our uh, beginning and ending sometimes on different days and the content that we're doing. So, man, did we talk, and boy, is there a lot to talk about Disney Plus. So, it's a pretty exciting one, and there's lots of fun, fun, like music clips in there because I love doing that. <laughs> I love hearing it. <laughs> it just makes me happy. Um, and then uh, tonight we have a question because Frozen came out. Did it come out yesterday or on Thursday? It's always weird. Uh, Thursday, I okay. believe. Uh, everyone, but like posting, posting photos of their of their like siblings and kids by the posters. Yeah. Well, of course, of course, it's that time, baby. It's a, it's mm-hmm. an exciting thing. So. Um, Frozen one came out when, Fiona? 2013. So yeah, came out in two, 2013, and now we're in 2019. Which makes me so so like it, it feels like I should be old already while watching the first one. While I first watched the first one. Yeah, so you were 11 when the first one came out, and now you're 17. That's a big. Oh, those are all, those are big years. That's a huge huge difference in a kid's life. Mm-hmm. And sure. oh yeah. And, you know, my son was four and now he's 10 and my daughter was eight and now she's 14. So it's kind of spanning their entire childhood almost. Um, And I'm really happy they waited six years because who wants someone, a movie corporation to jump into a movie without really putting out a, a good movie? So, and this is going to be, we're just going to, right here, Fiona, you want to tell what question we're going to ask? Well, since it almost feels like we always want to get out of this popularity, but for us go, go, going 
back to sequeling, sequeling movies, what are our reactions to the, to the trailer? Yeah, so we're going to be talking about tonight um, how we feel about Frozen 2 coming out, right? It, it wouldn't be a Frozen treat. <laughs> so there's a lot of mixed reviews amongst us about Frozen 2 coming out. Fiona, you want to kind of explain some of your... Uh, not so thrilling voice towards this subject. I I wouldn't say I was too excited about this about this movie, or maybe I was just I totally wasn't ready when we when we're streaming this. Uh huh. So my my opinions was since I was I was seeing the trailers, I just I just thought it it actually felt like it was meant to be like violent and and dark. But, okay. But I think it it would actually a bit a bit better for for me than how I was training around with the the first movie because since I'm all grown up I I was just thinking all these princess films and and the first film itself were sort of been treated a little bit weird weirdly I thought I thought they were spreading memes around it and, and such and like. Some costuming, bad, bad children stuff. <laughs> it, it's it's something like that. I'm not allowed to go too deep in that stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not a big princess movie girl, and but, you would have been in middle school when the first movie came out. So middle school is kind of that weird. It's that weird zone where it kids are fading out of. You know the princess movies going into more high adventure uh so even if i still hear teenagers doing stuff for the fab five for princesses yeah yeah so a lot of times in high schools and middle school you'll you'll have a I lot mean, of negativity some, surrounding those subjects. well i know sometimes the fab five is being treated weirdly as well right right so that's what that's you what you I, I like them yeah no now Ada, my middle one you know we told her we we're gonna go see the movie and she's like but she just ended up being like so interactive when I went back to school, and I did. I just didn't know what to say. I mean, I'm I'm boosting on my video game work here, so stop. So Fiona was not looking forward to Frozen Two. She would much rather that Disney went off into a different direction, not producing another princess movie. She's a Wreck-It Ralph girl, right? Or well, is that but, no? But I mean, well, yeah. But I was gonna say. I, I was, but mom said to me, when, when I said to, well, I say, to her, if if you love this this movie instead instead of the Ralph sequel, I I I'll I'll be, I'm just gonna go back. I'm gonna try myself fighting princesses. Yeah, she was really upset. I didn't like uh, Ralph breaks the internet, so uh, she did want me to like Frozen two better than Frozen one. Or better than I'm sorry. She want me like Frozen Two better than break, Ralph breaking the internet. Yeah, but I guess wow, you you totally you totally blew blew that that thought that on as you said it, it would be almost exactly like Coco Love or Wreck It Ralph Love. Right, right. I was telling you, you have to look at a, a movie individually and not just see where people uh, put it in a box. Like, well, okay, there's a princess in the movie, but is it really like a princess movie? Or is it kind of breaking that genre of princess movie? It, you know, 
Coco, you know, isn't a, a princess movie and it's good. And um, Wreck-It Ralph well, isn't a princess movie and well, it's good. Well, I was kind of giving, trying to give her examples of good but, movies that weren't princess movies to kind of counterbalance all the frozen but, love. But that, those films sort of, but the Ralph films do represent princesses. Oh, because Vanellope von Schweetz? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oddly. And there's Lion King. Lion King's definitely... It has a prince and a princess in it, but it's not really a princess film. It has some no. royalty uh, well, right in there. Yeah, uh, like, uh, is Nala a Disney princess? <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically speaking, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you count the animals as princesses, like, is Maid Marian a princess? Could, could Minnie Mouse be a princess? I don't know. Keeps going, huh? The question just keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ryan. So, were you looking forward to them making a Frozen two? And what did you look? Did you watch the trailers? Um, not all the way. I saw bits and pieces, but I kind of like turned them off because I don't. I gotcha. Don't to, I'm somebody who doesn't want to really know too much about uh, it. You're so sneaky. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to know much. I, if so, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I almost like did not know much much scenery about about such, so it gets even more exciting for me. Oh yeah, I and, and I like it when they have trailers that that really throw you off. Like you can kind of see, like in the Frozen one trailers, it wasn't too bad because they didn't give you a whole lot. You know, oh, there, yeah. was, there was a problem to solve, but. They didn't really tell you anything about the problem or who's going to solve it or what's I going mean, on. I mean, if if still people wouldn't think it it was going to be a princess movie by just showing Olaf and Spin. Oh, and Frozen one. The the first trailer. Oh, that was so clever. The Frozen trailer, when they just had Olaf and Spin on the ice. Do you remember that, Ryan? Mm-mm. No, I don't actually. But that felt iconic. <laughs> <laughs> they had for to uh, to promote Frozen One. They had a trailer that had absolutely nothing to do with the movie. Oh, I like those trailers. Yeah, so it's just Finn and Olaf on the ice playing around. I'll have to go look it up. And it's never in the movie. Yeah, it was just so fun, and it got the kids so engaged in the movie and the characters. But it didn't give anything away of the movie, um, and kind of just added to the mystery. So it was kind of kind of nice. Uh, this one on Frozen Two, they were um, they didn't give anything away in the trailers, but you just just saw some of the amazing animation that was coming in the adventure, and that was in the the level of adventure, and that was pretty much it. To make everything clear, <laughs> Fiona and I saw the movie last night, and Ryan is gonna go see the movie right after we do this recording. So we're being very, very careful <laughs> not to spoil anything no, for Ryan. No spoilers on that. <laughs> right, and it's funny because you were looking for you're looking forward to this, Ryan, aren't you? Oh yeah, because I really like the musical team that 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 puts the score together, and I really like the. I like Kristen Bell and Jonathan Groff and, and Dina Benzel. So I really, I, I think they're a lot of fun. Um, and Josh Gad. So they all have good voices and they're talented and they're good at what they do. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the film. Oh, yeah. Dina Menzel has an amazing voice. It is yeah. just, it's not of yeah. this earth. It's so amazing. All I can just think about with that voice are just, are just similar musicals. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. it's, 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 it just feels like the number one Disney singing voice. 
Oh, uh, yeah, I think I think so. For Christmas, oddly. <laughs> of modern times, for sure. Yeah, she is yeah. the most yeah. famous uh, singing voice for Disney at this at this period of time. Oh, yeah. The only Absolutely. person that probably rivals her might be Julie Andrews. Well, well for that's back Julie when Mary Andrews. Poppins, yeah, it's Julie Andrews. Back when Mary Poppins was released in the '60s, right? Like Julie Andrews yeah. has her own like platform, oh, and then yeah. we just we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you still want to overtake those voices with fireworks shows, yeah. But in Dina Menzel, you know, she's she's not too far from in, anymore. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, you know. She, um, I love her singing in Wicked. Like I just, I just like listening to her. And mm-hmm. I, I, I was, and then um, I think she was in Rent too. I, have, I haven't yes. heard any of that music. It's good soundtrack have you heard? too. Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah, I haven't listened to that. Yeah. I, so I was kind of a fifty-fifty on the fence when they released the idea that they were going to do a Frozen two because I'm like, oh. Cause you know it's a money really? grab. Well, it, it just yeah. felt like it was it was a bad movie to some people when it first came out, and the merchandising wasn't driving them sane. Well, I don't think it was a people thought it was a bad movie. It was just oh, it was an amazing movie well, yeah. that just hit a pop culture level that was insane. But I guess. It oh yeah, felt- I don't think Disney was expecting it to be as as popular as it was. Yeah, but right. I almost thought it didn't feel, like, too good to some people. Well, they got tired of it. They didn't want to hear the song anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we'll be, maybe we'll talk about the new songs later. We will later. Yes, for sure. Oh, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about this later when yes. it gets out. Don't but... worry, I think I, I just fell in love with some of them. Yeah. Now, you said you were on the fence, like, 50-50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand that. Because I'm always worried that they're just not going to put the energy into it. But then, you know, I re- after six years, I'm kind of like, well, it's going to be as good as it's going to be with six years planning. Yeah. It, it can't get any better. So, and um, I, the only thing I'll say is, is that I am pleasantly surprised that it went as well as it went. So oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So do you have any other thoughts about it, Fiona? Are you good? I think I just I just want to talk more about the actual movie itself. Well, we'll let Ryan watch it tonight, and then we'll dive into that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me watch it, and then and then yeah. you'll tell me about how you think. Yes. It. Yes, I know. I'm just like you don't. I'm like pushing it all down. I made yeah, my I children leave easy. the room. <laughs> My husband wants to spoil it for you. <laughs> he wants to hear the songs more. Uh, he's, yeah, so we'll let you go and experience it. Yes, and... my husband wants to hear the uh, Yes, my dad wants to hear the song more. <laughs> so, yeah. Good. But that's, that's typical. I think that's pretty typical for Jeff. Yeah, so Ryan, go enjoy the movie tonight and have a great time with it. And we'll talk about it on another episode. All right. Sounds good. All right, I hope you guys all enjoy Disney Plus.
now it's time to head way out west for a little patch of heaven. I know a place pretty as pie Where the river bend hits up with the end of the sky It's left in Nebraska And over a crest On a little patch of heaven way out west Everything's green Know what I mean? Well, uh... Tonight on Dispodopolis, what we're going to do, I think we're, what, three days into Disney Plus? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe, or... Well, uh, if you I count mean, all of Tuesday, we're six days. Oh, six days. This, is the, this yeah. is the sixth day. We're on Sunday. Okay, I'm three days into Disney Plus, because sometimes <laughs> we're a little bit busy during the week, so Tuesdays are hard on uh, us. There's a lot of activities going on. Yeah, we need more support with... with with our Dispolopolis series. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh. So we're um, kind of looking at okay, So everyone, it's been up six days, and we kind of wanted to record right now because we kind of want to get our first thoughts at Disney+. Plus. Obviously, this is the very, very beginning of this. Obviously, everything that Disney has ever done is not on there because that would be a lot. And, when you know, from a marketing standpoint, that's really not even a good idea. So. It, it, it just thought it, it just thought when they said putting up everything that just thought it, it just wills everyone's ideas yeah yeah I think there was a lot of people um and I think this happens in all of the different genres of the Disney company is people want it to be for them, like what their idea yeah, is going to be. Yeah, not just for the little ones. <laughs> yeah, not just for the little ones. <laughs> I always find that interesting. Like they just did, um, I haven't even seen it yet, but they did that live action Little Mermaid. Did you see that, oh, Ryan? I actually did see Little bits and pieces of it it was yeah. playing at the at the gym one evening while i was was while i was working out <laughs> of oh, all things funny yeah well, obviously i'm i'm too busy uh, for, to could i right i didn't now. know it was coming out oh sorry go ahead fiona i'm too busy to see it right now <laughs> uh, well it. she yeah she had all her grades had to be in on friday so we mm. were trying to catch up on projects that needed to be scoop booted along and get everything done by them so we weren't able to watch it yet. And I mean, some people, you know, really jumped on it and didn't like it or made little nitpicky remarks about it. What what did you think, Ryan? I mean, it's it's a show for kids, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't like stop everything and watch it, but I watched pieces of it and thought, oh, that's fine. It's kind of fun. I just thought it was fun and whimsical and I didn't really put a lot of thought into it, to be honest. It was, it was... <laughs> You know, it was interesting that they would go back and forth between live action and then the animated film. Yeah, that was fascinating. I, you know, I still need yeah. to watch. I mean, in my head, I can kind of imagine what it was like. And I mean, they put John Stamos in it, for goodness sake. I mean, yeah, you know, they just they just wanted people who like Disney to do Disney. Mr. Disney Bounder. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, I mean, it's a TV show. It's not a, <laughs> it's not a, it's not like a high production movie, 
You know what I mean? It's no, so yeah. for for what it was, I mean, it was entertaining, you know, but I didn't like it wasn't entertaining enough for obviously for me to just like drop my workout yeah. <laughs> and watch it. But I thought, oh, I might go back and watch it at some point. Maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe. Maybe, that, maybe that's why I'm sometimes seeing some of my teenage folks thinking that Disney is just for kids now. Well, I think that was definitely um, produced for uh, younger children and their families to watch, for sure. Yeah, but I, I would, yes. I would, I would just watch it anyways. Well, yeah, I still want to watch it. I'm curious. Yeah. But, you know. Anyway. Yeah. So now we're going to kind of dive you know, <laughs> into Disney Plus and kind of um, see. There's kind of like a little bit for everybody, I think, honestly. And, um, Ryan, why don't you kind of give us a little bit of a background of, of how this even came to be? Well, Disney has been thinking about creating some kind of streaming service and streaming technology for a while. Back in 2016, they acquired, um, a small stake and small, you know, about a third stake in BAM tech. Um, and they were a company that originally helped Major League Baseball with their streaming technology. And so they, for about a billion dollars, they acquired about a third of that company. Um, Dropping the, the bucket whole, for Disney. Right. <laughs> I mean, a billion dollars, that's nothing. Here you right? go. <laughs> Let me just take that out of my pocket for you. Right. What company can't afford that? <laughs> you know, that's small potatoes. Um, and so, uh, um, it was actually ESPN who had been, and ESPN has been hemorrhaging viewers for a long time, um, mostly to on, to, to streaming stuff and, and, um, so, and other things, um, ESPN, uh, wanted to use this company to develop technology to create ESPN plus. Okay. Um, and so ESPN plus was created here by BAM tech. Um, and so, uh, they, Disney was well aware of this cause you know, of course they have a third stake in it and, and, um, they wanted to create something, a channel, a, a streaming service specifically for the Disney content, not just for sports, but for, Disney content. Um, and so they started looking into that. Um, and, in oh, about 2017, the, the board of directors for Disney, um, wanted to fast track it. So back in 2016, they were thinking oh, way off in the future, like 2020 between 2020, 2022, having something come out. I can't, I don't know the exact date, but it was early, on in the in the 20s um and then in 2017 the board of directors said no that's way too far out we need to yeah uh we need to ramp this up and move faster um and so then they uh, ended up acquiring a majority stake in bam tech and really started uh looking at creating um a streaming service specifically for disney and then that ended up becoming Disney plus. Um, and in the process, you know, they went through different talks of, do we create a whole new studio for Disney plus, or do we stick with, you know, what we already have? Cause they were thinking they were going to go in the direction of creating kind of a Disney plus studio, like what Netflix has is Netflix studios. Um, but then Bob Iger 
announced and said, you know, we've got all these great companies because they already had things like, of course, Walt Disney Pictures, Walt Disney mm-hmm. Animation Studios. They'd acquired Pixar. They've uh, had already acquired Lucasfilm, Marvel Studios, acquired National Geographic, and they had just recently acquired 20th Century Fox. So he was like, we've already got a bunch of studios. Let's just have these studios. Uh, well, along with ABC and ESPN and other places, we've got a, you know, a lot of studios. Let's have them create content for Disney Plus. And so that's what we see today coming out on Disney Plus is content from these different studios um, that are family friendly. Well, yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's pretty much what they're, they're good at. They're good at the family friendly stuff. And um, also with that 21st, uh, 21st Century Fox uh, deal, they became 60% majority stakeholders in Hulu. Yep. Um, and so Hulu kind of brings everything together with adding on the live television portion of it that's you know separate from the Hulu, just the dip on demand, which mm-hmm. we actually have. We have the Hulu um, on demand. So we kind of just added the Disney Plus to our deal and then got ESPN kind of thrown in for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we looked at it. But yeah, no, it, it really, um, if Disney was going to be a player in the media world, they definitely had to have a streaming service because that's, that's where it's going. Yeah, and the, and the board at the time back in 2017, that was their big, con- their big concern is like, if we wait longer, we're going to get left behind and maybe never be able to catch up. Right, right. Especially with with people like um, Netflix and Amazon Prime jumping Mm -hmm. in there. I don't think anybody's Mm -hmm. really done um, such an amazing job of capturing everybody yet. You know what I mean? Like there's, it's even, there's like a meme going around Facebook now, how they're like, okay, we've got this one and 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 this one, all these streaming services. And everybody's like, we ain't paying for them all. Y'all need to figure this out. (laughs) Mm-hmm. As, yeah. as the Futurama yeah. characters say. <laughs> yeah, so it will be interesting because it, it's, you know, people are still rolling the dice. So it's it's definitely up in the air right now who, where who's going to come out winners in this race. Well, Comcast, Universal, NBC, that, that big, you know, those Universal and NBC fall under Comcast. They're going to create their own too, mm-hmm. the Peacock channel. So that's coming out in 2020, I believe April. Uh, I'm not sure the exact date, but I I think I believe April, somewhere right around there, in the spring of 2020. Mm -hmm. So, you know, all of that content's going to eventually get pulled over off Netflix and onto their own, off Hulu, onto their their own thing. So it's going to be, it's going to be hard to determine exactly what is where. You're going to have to know which studio made which movie or which TV show to go find it. <laughs> Whereas, you know, it used to just be available on Netflix. Right, right. Oh. <laughs> now that yeah, everybody's doing their own thing. Yeah, that meme. Oh, the, Lord. Maybe it's always good for teenagers just always streaming their phones for Netflix. Yeah, I know. It was really funny because, we, you know, you were having this conversation too, Ryan, at your household. We're having it with ours. Like, where are we going to put our money now? Because, you know, everyone mm-hmm. has their pot of money, and this is what we're going to spend on entertainment in our house. And, you know, adding the Disney, we're looking at cutting our Netflix. 
and my not Fiona, my other teenager, isn't really happy with this because she's like, all the cool kids have Netflix. (laughs) 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 Oh boy. Well, (laughs) I've never been a cool kid, so. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sweetie, we're Disney nerds. (laughs) Disney wins. Netflix loses. Just, just keep all that poggle you want. Pog. Yeah, oh, yeah, and and but there are some definite things on Netflix um, I like, but I don't there know are. if they warrant me paying monthly. Because you know, Stranger Things, I really enjoy Stranger Things, and I really mm-hmm. love The Crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just recently watched the first episode of that and did lo- like that. No, Netflix does have some wonderful things that I still yeah. really do like. So, and then we get Amazon Prime for free with our yes. Amazon Prime subscription, so we're not really paying for that. So it's just, you know, those conversations of what are we going to do? Now, which one did you just go? see? Was it The Crown or Stranger Things? Uh, the Crown, yeah. No, I've been <gasps> following Stranger Things since the beginning yeah. of The Crown. And The Crown's been out for a couple of years now, uh-huh. I want to say. I'm a little behind yeah. on The Crown. but Oh, my. Yeah. It's beautifully done. They, oh, yeah. Oh, man, they spent bucks on that puppy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Well, they, spend, they do spend a good amount of money on different things at Netflix. So, and they develop good content. So it's hard to just, I don't know, it's going to be hard to let that one go if we decide to move that direction. I don't know. Still in the talks. We'll see. Yeah. But it, there's also time. There's only so much time to watch so many different things. Right. So. Absolutely. I'm not in front of my television all day. So. <laughs> Mm-mm, and I don't, no. I, I can't really binge things either. That's not really what happens you at our really household. You can't really binge YouTube. Now, my teenager tries to binge things. All my kids try to binge things. And it's pretty much me going around trying to get them not to binge things. <laughs> Come back to reality. Come on. <laughs> so, um, Disney Plus went live this past Tuesday, April... Yes. April, November 12th. So Tuesday, November 12th, the day before my birthday. So like my <laughs> birthday present I You're bought and for us. And it was a two, three year subscription for the price of two back and back a while ago, back in September. So that's where they, so we've got it for first, three years. Where, where they were kind of first airing their, their, their episodes of their original series from here. Uh, on November 12th? Like, like, like from like, from High School Musical, the musical, the series. Oh, on di- on the twelfth, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's I would just, it... yeah, I would just think that those now met just a just a core to be to to be like mini movies for you. Oh, the original stuff that they showed. Yeah. Okay, you think they're like more like mini movies? Well, yeah, and your own plan back here. Okay. So it went live on the 12th, and I know we're, we're all excited about it. Uh, Fiona, what were some of the things that you were excited about watching? Would you watch some this week? Like, what I just watched? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, what have you watched? You haven't watched Over a the whole past, lot. Well, yeah. Over the past few days. I don't know how, how much that would interest me. But okay. First of all, well, though we watched this on the, on the first day, okay, um, we... We watch um, Noel. Christmas Noel. Mm-hmm. We watched that on Friday, right? No, it was Thursday. Oh, we did watch it on Thursday? Oh, you must have had all your projects done. <laughs> That's Maybe a good reward. 
and and then, well, the the parents, male the parents, watch the Mandalorian. Jeff and I watched Mandalorian. Yep. Um, you watched a little bit of it. That's not yeah. Star Wars. Isn't your cup of tea all the time? Well, I, I'm I'm thinking about it. Okay. But what mom could the watch was encore. Yeah, so I watched a little bit of the Encore show, and that's the show with Kristen Bell. Hi, I'm Kristen Bell, and this is Encore. I've never been more famous than I was my senior year. I didn't have a lot of self-confidence in high school. I'm an English teacher. I wait tables. Stay-at-home mom. I settled down, started raising a family. I never thought I would want to go back to high school. You ready for this? <laughs> I don't know. But well, we're going to remount your production in a week's time. 17-year-old Miss Hannigan did not have to wear specs. You're looking at me going, you play Danny Zuko? I had hair back. And the premise of that show is, uh, I believe the one we were watching was, they did a 1990s, so there's a high, cl- high school class from 1996 that put on a presentation of Annie. And... Um, these people have graduated from high school they've gone to college or did something with their lives had careers in the middle of them and so now it's 2019 and they're bringing back all these kids like how many years later is that 25 years later and they're bringing 25 years later to come back and uh, reproduce recreate that high school play of annie from 1996 and Kristen Bell is the narrator of it and presents it in the beginning. And so they start introducing you to all the different people that were in the play um, and what they've done, what they've been doing since then. So, you know, some of them have careers, some of them are moms, some of them are dads, um, kind of where, you know, where they are in their life right now. And uh, they get to go back and they have five days to create this play. And then they're filming it and asking him questions. Now, I did not make it first through the first show. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. Um, it's which just kind of tells me what you think of it. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm not a person that wants to go back and recreate anything they did in high school. Um, if I can re- re- if I can recreate the Lion King from my childhood. <laughs> yeah, but you're still in the middle of your childhood. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> it's a niff. Yeah, but I yeah I can't imagine like going back. Like I was telling you before the show, I can't imagine going back because I was on the dance team, going back and relearning my dance program, and then performing it again. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm out. <laughs> Did it. <laughs> Done. Had fun with my friends. I don't want to do it again. You know, I will reminisce with my friends about some of the funny stuff that happened and how we enjoyed being with each other then, but we I'm not getting on stage again to do a dance routine. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> so this one just did not connect. Am I connected to someone? I can't it feel didn't. so stressed yes. for with the adults. I think people who who want to do this like or or they're really into theater and um they wonder what it would like what it would be like to go back and redo your your theater production um we had a real interesting theater department at my high school growing up it was really free-flowing there wasn't real i don't even know if there was an adult in charge of our theater group 
And mm. I wasn't involved in the theater part of it. And what's really interesting is the guy who, who was one of the guys that was kind of running that department, he um, has gone on and produced and directed and written things for Hollywood. So it was really intense. <laughs> and they weren't doing musicals. <laughs> So, you know, and, and that's fine. That's what they wanted to do. I just, you know, I just thought that was really, really funny. I'm like, yeah, so I didn't connect. But he just, his name was Craig Brewer. I'll just give him a little props. Um, and he just did Dolomite Is My Name. And he, his first one he did was Hustle and Flow. And he's done, he, oh, he did the, the, um, re, he reproduced the movie Footlo- Footloose, the one that came out in 2011. Oh, okay. So that was my theater department. <laughs> they were really <laughs> intense and really wanted to do this for a living. And by golly, you know, he did it. So kudos yeah, to him. That's what they wanted to do. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So I don't think he will be coming back and reproducing. <laughs> probably <laughs> not. He's probably busy doing other things. A little busy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it did. Yeah, it wasn't. I did, you know, not my cup of tea. But I do like Kristen Bell. Right. Me too. Yeah. So I'll probably still watch the first episode just because I like Kristen Bell and just kind of right. get a taste of it and stuff. So, you know, could be. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe. You might You might like it. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> now, I know you watched some of the shorts. What shorts did you watch? Now, um, just for fun, I, wa- I watched What is a Friend? And those are Disney Pixar Forky Asks a Question short. And I believe there's two of them. What is a Friend and What is Money? What's going on? Where am I? Why is it like How that? How high is that? Who is that? Why do you think? What's a book? Could that be better? Why are you talking cloud? to me? Forky asks a question. I don't know. Hey, Forky here. How's it going? I got another question. What is a friend? Hmm. And to help me answer that is my good friend. What? No. Hello. What? No. Now, I know that's my friend's name because Bonnie's mom always carries him around when she's on the phone and she says over and over, What? No! What? No! Are you having a good day? What? No! And um, they're made for a really young audience. They're really cute, just oh, ridiculously wow. cute. And even my middle child, Adia, was watching it and she's like, I could do that. This is Bob. This is Bob, my friend, the box of crayons. <laughs> Oh, shoot. So she just got all sarcastic with it. <laughs> she was serious. And then she, hey, I'm Bob the Crayon Box. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that level. So, but it's fun. It's ridiculous and silly, you know. And then the I watched the um, Spark Shorts, one of the Spark Shorts from the Pixar collection. And I think you know, if you're a Disney person, if you're a Pixar person, you know the the shorts they put in front of those movies. And uh, these are equivalent to the ones that they put in front of the movies. Um, and the one I watched was Float. Oh my gosh, tears, tears, all you need to know. I buckets. I I was crying all morning, and I <laughs> and it's um I don't want to give anything away. I want everyone to go and just enjoy what it is. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's about a parent and a child and that's all I'm going to tell you. And it's short, it's Pixar at its best, at its core of their shorts. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I was, I was talking about to you, um, I'm like, does it, doesn't have the same 
a feeling tear to La Luna. Yes, yes. It's, um, yeah, I think it's on the same sentimental level of La Luna. Even a little, cuts a little deeper than that emotionally. But yeah, it's a good one. And last but not least, oh, go ahead, Fiona. And last but not least, something not original the black hole, (laughs) (laughs) which we can poke fun at all day. There is an inexorable force in the cosmos where time and space converge. A place beyond man's vision, but not his reach. It is the most mysterious and awesome point in the universe. Where the here and now may be forever. On my ship, you ask. Ryan, were you going to comment on the shorts? Oh, you were no, no, no. I was actually going to, I was going to okay. ask the question that Fiona, Fiona did a great job asking it oh, okay. <laughs> or black introducing hole. it. I was like, yeah, Fiona. Um, <laughs> so what did you think about the black hole, Fiona? The black hole, uh, I just thought like for, for Vincent being some like a goofy little psychic and, and I feel everyone would would just be figuring about commenting about all the color colorfulness and and no, being for being no CGI involved. Oh, and like, true. Like wondering what was going on with with the humans. Mm-hmm. Like, like we're ra- we're rambling across with someone holding a motion camera. So it's I, very 1979. I just think. I would think someone, somebody would think it's kind of a trippy film. Yes, because again, there is no computer graphics at Mm-mm. this time, except for the very beginning. The very the, the the titles in the black hole were, I believe, that's the first time Disney used computer graphics in yeah. the movie. Um, and uh, but it is very, I mean late 1970s early 80s like atari kind of graphics so mm-hmm. green, <laughs> not... green laser fields. yeah yeah like, like i just think Vincent, very monochromatic like i would just think Vincent could be copied from from like a tomorrowland animatronic oh you think so or was so, it copied so, from I, tomorrowland or I, did I tomorrowland copy it I, I guess it sort of has has that same styling if you went no it's a disney movie okay hmm Oh, did I confuse you? No. No. So you think like the style of the ship and how the things looked in there were kind of like Tomorrowland looking? Well, we kept commenting, people mover when <laughs> when when they were they were at area when they were at side areas of the ship. Uh, oh yeah, when they're going back and forth on some of those tracks inside the that big space station yeah uh-huh yeah i could see that yeah and and, and the design is is because like space mountain was mm-hmm. built in the 70s 75 so mm-hmm. so i can see how how you would think that i think disneyland space mountain opened in 77 i believe yeah it was a it was a few years later so if you if you look at that 
uh, I could see how you could see that because they both have very 1970s futuristic design, if that makes any sense whatsoever. But the future was yeah. going they thought people would, but people thought the future would look back back in the seventies. <laughs> yeah, they really had were very short sighted that we would. Um, it always seems like they always think the future like we've gotten rid of absolutely everything from our past. And what? <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We just keep dragging it forward. Dragging, dragging like, forward. just how about say that? And the somehow wall- there would be almost no plants or green, greenery oh, inter- yeah, like, <laughs> anywhere. Say, say, say that the Wally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just really, really odd. Like it's everything just, would be so smooth, and like, oh no, we're very, very junky people. <laughs> being with this, the yeah. Vincent and Wally. I can see how. You th- so, um, what did you think of the story? Did you enjoy the story? I think it's it's not what I expected because I didn't expect it to be filmed like all through in space. Okay. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I just I just think it would be a short limit if we're just if we're just in in the ship all through. Okay, so you didn't know there would be like they would see another ship and there would be an interaction or going if on. They'll show them being on Earth. Okay. Mm-hmm. But one more thing about the characters, but I, I guess I guess when they throw in Bob, I totally had memories, and it gave it a funny twist to it. Poor Bob. I love Bob. I love Bob. <laughs> Bob. Great, great robotic character. Good comic relief. Oh my gosh, poor Bob. <laughs> yeah, poor Bob. It's it's the funny quotations. Oh man. Yeah. Oh. I really enjoy the black hole. I know it's not like uh, uh, the best written film out there, but mm-hmm. you know, I just remember it from when we were kids and Mike and I both loved it when we were kids. So when we go back and watch it, we enjoy it and we enjoy like watching some of the effects that happened at the time. Cause you know, that was at the time it was state of the art yeah. effects, you know? Right. But Absolutely. Yeah. It's just... still, still just kind of fun to go back and look at it and stuff. So, so, so I do enjoy the black hole. Yeah. I sometimes see it as like a skip forgotten movie. Okay. Yeah. Like it kind like you, of is a, see it. To, to me, it's a space version of 20,000 leagues under the sea. There you go. That's what I kind of think of it. Well, I just think it was something they, they trying to make it look like Star Trek. Well, I don't think it looked like Star Trek. I think it, um, someone was said that it's more like Star Trek than Star Wars, where people are going mm-hmm. and exploring the universe and they're obviously from Earth and it's very relatable kind of a thing. And, and I, I guess yeah, that's what people are always hoping will happen that we'll go and explore the universe. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. That's a good observation, Fiona. Yeah, it kind of was Disney's answers to Star Star Wars. Star Wars was the very, was a kind of the first very popular science fiction slash mm-hmm. science. It's really science fantasy film, um, yeah. but it was the first one that really was super a, a big, big, big commercial success. So Disney was trying to get in on that too. It was their answer to Star. Star Wars. Yeah, science science fiction is really really hard. It's hard to pull off. Yeah. It's hard to write. Um, I think you really have to have a human a human element to it. I mean, the emotion you have to really hit on the emotion range, and a lot of the science fiction movies just don't. 
So yeah. I think yeah. they miss miss some stuff there. If you can think the black hole being like a documentary for you. Documentary? For for mm-hmm. future uni- universe. There you stuff. go. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Now, Why not? We Probably didn't not talk much. too much about Noel. Uh, what did y'all think of Noel? little reindeer. My name is Noelle Kringle. Morning, princess. My partridge in a pear tree underwear needs washing. Oh, well, then my Christmas wish has been granted. Christmas runs in my family. My dad was Santa, and now it's my brother Nick's turn to wear the hat. Stocking full of coal if I've ever seen one. He saved a kitten from a tree. Some nice. Will your brother be ready by Christmas? Of course. He's a Kringle. Look what you're doing. I don't want to do this. No. This is great. This is great. No. Let it happen. Ah. This is not going well at all. Sometimes I dream about getting out. Well, you can't be Santa if you're having a nervous breakdown. You need to get away for the weekend. For the first time in 2,000 years. Oh, I love Anna Kendrick. Can I just say that? Just, I love Anna Kendrick. And Anna Kendrick's coat. <laughs> Twilight? Is that you? Oh, yeah, she was in Twilight, which is just really funny because I think that was the first movie she was really noticeable in being in, you know, in that movie. Yeah. And uh, she did the Pitch Perfect and she's done some other um, high, high recognizable movies, but she just has like that unique, dry sense of humor that plays well, you know? Like yeah. you believe her when she does it. And, you know, there's, like, one scene. I don't want to give anything away from the movie because, I, you know, I think people should watch it. But, you know, they're they're in, like, a 7-Eleven, equivalent to a 7-Eleven. And she, like, pulls down the handle to the Slurpee machine. And the, the, the Slurpee's coming out. And she's just – someone's talking to her. And she's like, uh-huh. And she's moving the handle up and down. Uh-huh. And just kind of, you know, she's like, this is a messy toy. <laughs> 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 and just, like – it doesn't make any sense for her to say that. There's no reason. It's not an answer to any line. And, you, and it's unexpected. You know, you don't expect, you know, and it plays really, really. I think it's just funny. Like, these you are know? like, it's these, just silly and funny. Like, these are like parts where it gives you like elf vibes. Yeah, a little bit of an elf vibe because she's supposed mm-hmm. to be from the North Pole. So there's a little bit of that naivety in her. And, that and she eats orange sunblock. Yeah, and there's the subblock scene, and you know, she pretends to be familiar with the outside world, but yeah, you know, she's not. <laughs> so, but it's just fun. It's not a high level. I mean, it's PG, so mm-hmm. it's for the family. It's for everyone to watch. Um, it's definitely a television movie, but I think it was. Well done. They put money into it enough that the sets and everything um, felt like a movie quality kind of a thing. But, you know, it's not as good. I'll have to say it's not as good as Tim Allen's Santa Claus because there's just a lot more emotion in that movie. Uh, It's a completely different type of genre of a movie. Uh, But Christmas Noel is a light Light, fun movie. Uh, so they almost fluked their, their filming elements from the 90s. 
<laughs> from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you kind of feel like there'll be additional ones if this plays well and people like it. Mm-hmm. Fiona, it sounds like you enjoyed it. Did you? What did you think of Noel? I I just think it was just funny that and telling a, about secrets of of like Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. But I just think it, it turns to me for a unexpected unexpected twist at the end, or or maybe how I thought the film would be like. Would you recommend people watch it? Yeah, sure. Like, I just feel like it, it takes on some sayings within Christmas pop culture. And it was a fun cast, too. I was surprised to see Shirley MacLaine. Yeah, she's always fun when she pops up. Oh, I thought she had some funny lines. She was good and enjoyable. And so was, I don't know her name, but she was an airplane. Julie Haggerty. Oh, Julie Haggerty. There you go. <laughs> I'm glad you knew that. <laughs> but I enjoyed her. Did you enjoy her? I did. I do. Like we were mentioning before the show, I go, there's like two voices from the night, women's voices from the 1970s you always recognize. And it's her from Airplane and then Carol Kane, who was in Scrooge. She's, Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't explain either of their voices. They're very, very unique and they're fun when they're in movies because they're fairly unpredictable characters and kind of fun. So yeah, they do. They're good character actors, Mm -hmm. actresses. Yeah. Mm, Enjoy them. Yeah, I enjoyed this film. Um, so did Mike. If you like, I equate it to if you like the kind of the Hallmark Channel Christmas films, yeah. you'll love this. This is right up the same alley. Right, but not without the heavy love. <laughs> right, without the romance. As, as much romance. There's well, a little yeah. bit, but yeah. not much. But this is much more yeah. for kids. Because yeah, this is this is family. For yeah, sure. this is this is like the movie you you, you just you just went on for handling glitchy Hulu. Oh. We were watching it, and uh, we have an Amazon um, box, and so we have the internet connection in the back, and if you bother the left side of our television system, it pops out real easy, so, mm. we, were, so we were having some issues on the Wi-Fi, and I'm like, oh, darn tootin', that thing fell out again. So. Now, speaking of a few issues, technical issues, Disney Plus did have a few the first day. Um, mm-hmm. logging in and getting some of the content uh, t- uh, to play was a bit of a trick. But that's because they had a lot more people subscribe and try and stream than they thought they would. Yeah, it was 10 million. Yes, they had like a lot more than they thought they were going to have. Because <laughs> that first week was free. So we'll see how much they can. But they had all of it fixed, you know, within 24 hours, which for launching a new... Streaming service, I mean, I think that's not bad. No, no, I was expecting, I, you know, I don't expect, I didn't expect to be, to be perfect the first week for sure. And even in our, like our billing, like there's a lot of things that were missing because they were still handling some issues. And I'm like, eh, it'll work itself out. I'm not going to worry about it. So, and it yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, uh, oh, Yeah. Um, cause you know, you know, I woke up, I woke up Tuesday morning at 6am and the first thing I did I was launch Disney Wall plus <laughs> just to see, cause it wasn't <laughs> supposed to be ready until like 9am Eastern standard time. And apparently <sighs> had gotten, you could start at like 1201, um, uh, on Tuesday. So, oh, I'm uh, not surprised. Uh-huh. I'm not yeah, there are people watching it like at 1201 and, uh, in the morning, but yeah, I woke up at 6am. That's the first thing I did. And oh my gosh. And uh, yeah, um, 
tried to watch just start the Mandalorian and I couldn't get it going mm-hmm. and then tried to watch one of the Mickey Mouse shorts um, Steamboat Willie and um, that one went so stream that one and because right. <laughs> why not right absolutely <laughs> why like, not and and then just scrolled through some of the content and then it was like yep. all right i gotta go to work <laughs> <laughs> yes i'll have to watch do. some of it after work yeah oh my gosh yes yeah okay now do we want to talk about something well you didn't watch it fiona but you want o'brien you want to talk about the um star wars mandalorian Is the world more peaceful since the revolution? It is a shame that your people suffered. But bounty hunting is a complicated profession. said you were coming. They said you were the best in the Parsec. Would you agree? We probably want to avoid spoilers, right? Yes. Or no? Yeah, we want to. Okay. Yeah, just feelies yeah, right now. Because I mean, it's yeah. There's only two episodes. These are our total icon Star Wars words. No spoilers. Yeah. Uh, um, I really enjoyed the Mandalorian. I think the production values were movie quality. Mm-hmm. And the storyline was good. The characters are have been really good so far. Um, mm-hmm. The script, it's well written. Um, the first episode, the ending on it was, I did not expect the ending at all. Yeah. Um, and really liked it. So I'm like, I'm all in with the Mandalorian. I'll watch the whole thing. I think it's, it's good. I, I am a Star Wars fan, but you know. Um, I'm not like the, I'm not like the ultimate level Star Wars fan where I know <laughs> all the details of the Star Wars universe, but I do know quite a few. Um, mm-hmm. and, and this, this was something that was interesting to me and it was also very interesting to Michael. Michael liked it too. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. yeah. What did y'all think? I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I'm going to have to watch it again because, um, we had, Lots of interruptions while we were watching it. So I want to kind of watch it again. I know. It's just, it's just my life. You people. have a family. Go figure. <laughs> just like, darn dude, we have to pause it again. <laughs> You're like, I just want to give up. <laughs> so we're pausing it. And I just love how it touched on so many familiar things in the Star Wars universe. And it was very, um, oh, I don't even know the words for it. Very like homecoming, I guess you would say. Now, I think this is supposed to be after Return of the Jedi is where this yes. is placed. It's right. set five years after Return of the Jedi. So the Empire has fallen. Uh-huh. 
um, and and uh, so you'll but you know that from the end of uh, Return of the Jedi, Vampire has fallen. Yes, and you're following uh, one of the Mandalorians, and that's uh, kind of a uh, group of people that are warriors, and so you're you're and bounty hunters, right? Uh, and so they are you know trying to find mm-hmm. people like Boba Fett and Jenga Fett. Mm-hmm. So if you remember those characters. Uh, he's very, this guy's very much along those lines. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really funny too. Cause it's, it's like, they could have anybody behind that mask, <laughs> literally anybody. And of yeah. course, you know, they have an actor and you're like, is he really in there the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I need to watch it again. Uh, for sure. Uh, Nick Nolte's in in it mm-hmm. the first yeah. two so nick nolte's in there um he, I, I believe his character is one of the creatures from the cloud city bezpin oh is that what it is yeah okay yeah and so so it's one of those you know like you see uh there uh yeah yeah if you if you watch what is it empire strikes back i believe i think that's oh okay what is. gotcha so yeah. that's what his, his character is? I believe. I'm not the best Star Wars person, so I'm sure <laughs> if, if I'm not correct, there's going to be Star Wars people going out there going, what the world? But what yeah. are you talking about? And then they also have the guy from Rocky, which is cool. Carl Weathers is in there. And he was kind of in the um, promo ads that you see him. He has a, he has yeah. a scene in there. And everybody else... Oh, um, everybody else I really not huge huge names in this which is fine a lot of new actors from different um parts of our universe are being brought in to play the different parts in here so lots of new names and names of people who are really big in their areas like i i know the guy who's playing the mandalorian um he's from actually he's from chile originally but really grew up in the states but he does a lot of, um, he's done some movies, Spanish speaking movies. And then he's done a lot of stuff here in the States. No, not really any like really big, huge roles. He was in the Graceland and the, you know, the Mentalist and Narcos. Uh-huh. And so kind of like, kind of laid low for a while. And um, he's around, he's older, he's around, our, I think he's closer to our age. And did a lot of theater, but now really with this role, he's yeah, he's Star Wars famous. <laughs> so it should be interesting to see how it goes. Oh yeah, and props to San Antonio. He grew up in San Antonio. Woo woo. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of actors from San Antonio. So that definitely is a fun one to watch. Now and then, of course, you watch the live action Lady and the Tramp. Yes. You're like the center of your people's universe, right? Indeed. Well, I've got no leashes or fences. With me, every day could be an adventure. Side by side with your loved ones. 
I did. <laughs> Were the dogs there? Yes. And <laughs> they were very involved with this film. Good. They, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we have one that watches TV. Um, and she is, I've never seen a dog watch TV like her. I think I've mentioned it before. Yeah, Eleanor. Uh-huh. Except for 100 World Dalmatians. Uh, <laughs> and Eleanor just loved it. She talked to the whole thing what to the good? television. Yeah. <laughs> Through the whole thing. It's real <laughs> dogs. Like, yeah, there's a there's, no, there's another Scotty, another you. female Scotty on screen. <laughs> so Eleanor's a Scotty. So, yeah, she was she she loved this film, and I enjoyed it too. I thought, I I thought it was well done. Um, I enjoyed uh, the darlings. I thought the characters okay. were. I thought they were fun. I like how I liked the dogs and the dog characters in it. Uh, so I think Mike liked it, loved it, uh, oh. which kind of surprised me. Mike right. liked, really liked this film, especially because it's set in Savannah. Oh, they moved. Okay, so they gave it. Well, I was it was in the U.S. before. I don't know where it was. I thought it was more New England before. Uh, I, or, or I thought it could have been um, uh, set over in. England itself was it New England that it was set in? I can't remember. It was. I think it was American based. Some people think Italy. And I thought Italy. Oh, well, well, they do. I can't. Yeah. Well, because of the the spaghetti scene, right? Well, yeah. Right. Right. So that's. I think that's why I thought it was more New England, not necessarily New York, but somewhere where you have an Italian part of town, an Italian village area. Yeah, the original was a midwestern town. You're right. Yeah on that one but this one they moved it to savannah although it snows in savannah i don't think it was actually officially savannah i don't know it snows what yeah right because it doesn't snow in savannah <laughs> um it floods so, but they have they have a lot of um i i say it was filmed in savannah i don't think that was necessarily the setting that gotcha. they were going for gotcha um but you can see all of the beautiful parks that they have Mm-hmm. there and if you've ever w- seen like you know midnight in the garden of good and evil you'll recognize a ton of the places from that film in this film it's just a very mm-hmm. picturesque victorian town well preserved a lot of money has preserved the victorian structures in that town so in savannah it actually, yeah. yeah so it actually makes sense that they went there to mm-hmm. film uh, the the this one because because of all the Victorian structures. I mean, it's very believable that this was a turn of the century town. Yeah, uh, and and one of the it. reasons that it is so well preserved, I, I learned this on one of the trips I went to Savannah, is that when Sherman did do his march through the South, there were yeah. a lot of connections with people living in Savannah with DC. So. Um, the union actually sent down words, don't destroy this, 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 um, you know, because there was relatives and family from that area, you know, so that is why a lot of it is really well preserved through that time period. Yep. I'm reading here online, so um, it does say that it is Savannah, Georgia. All right. Camp spends his day wandering the streets of Savannah, Georgia. So, yeah, and it, it's it is snowing. beautiful. Yeah, so if not for nothing, if, you know, if nothing else, you'll like that. Um, I really like the fact that they also kept in 
the song that's in the beginning of the of the first Lady and the Tramp film. Okay. Were there um, any new surprises, any creative twists to it, or did it pretty pretty true to form? It was pretty. It was pretty true to the to the first film okay. for the most part. I mean, I mean, it, I mean, there are some things that are a little different about it. Okay. Well, um, all, all I know was is a Mississippi boat. Oh, they go in a boat ride in, on the Mississippi. Well, this well, mm-hmm. it has, well the Mississippi is nowhere near Savannah. It, it, well, so, uh, just a, a, ri- a river that represented it. Okay. It's oh, that looks like similar that. to the Mississippi. Yeah, because they have steamboats on all those, but it looks like one that you might see uh, in like uh, Princess and the Frog. Which oh, is that yeah, other, yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. Boats. Mm-hmm. Those Paddle river boats. boats that are there. Yeah, I can cool. see the connection there, Fiona. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it was, this was a film that I would definitely, it was definitely meant for families. Good. Yeah, it was filmed for families and especially dog-loving families. So if you're a dog-loving <laughs> family, There's which we are, obviously. <laughs> You will definitely enjoy this one. And it doesn't follow the first one scene for scene or anything like okay. that. Um, so, for example, um, Jacques is a uh, Scottish terrier that's a female instead of a male. Oh, a female instead of a male? Yeah. So okay. in the first yeah, one, Jacques, Jacques is, a, is a male Scottish terrier. But in this one, it's female. And you see, you see their owners, too. Yeah, I've I've oh, been I've been seeing that rambling yeah. around Wikipedia. Oh, okay. So, and it comes out well because you know, I think they did a good job. Scott, they did a good job with the characters, like how a bloodhound would be because it's trusty, and how a bloodhound would act, and then how kind of a Scottish terrier would act. Um, they got a lot of the temperaments of those of those breeds of dogs correct, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, so. Definitely would. I, I recommend you guys watch this one. It's also kind of a Christmas film. Oh, too. okay. Yeah, well, because we're we're thinking about watching this always on like Fridays and such. Yeah, we went uh, only one more week until Thanksgiving break, so we'll have a little more time to dive deeper into it for sure. Yeah, I think you'll like it, and I, I like how it has some of the same music as the first one. It keeps like, you know, Peace on Earth, which I had mentioned, you know, which the first one opens with. And then you also have um, Bella Note in there. Bella Note. Which is a great song, you know. So it is. I, I, yeah, it's a good. So they have some good. It has a good score to it also. So I think like go watch this film. And I want to share a few a few of my other thoughts with, with Plus. Okay. I want to know stuff about like. Like Pixar in real life and like Disney Family Sundays. Disney Family Sundays. Yeah, we haven't dove, dove into Disney Family Sundays, but I know uh, Ryan dove into Pixar in real life. Yeah, I want to know about that. Those are they're, They seem like they're going to be very short, uh, pr- 
approximately. This one was about six minutes, if I recall correctly. How come they're and... not episodes of a bunch of segments? Of uh, the movies? Yeah, those. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wish they'd done it like that. I just think of it... Like a, li like a live-action part of the of a movie? Well, I mean, an episode with, with like, different... With, with like, the short part all, all, all mashed together. Okay. I think that would be a creative idea. Ah, oh, gotcha. Like, from, like, it, I just see it as, like, a walk the prank show, but in a good way. Mm -hmm. In a good way yeah. to prank someone. Yes, it is. It's a, it is, that's a good way to put it, Fiona. It is kind of a, a prank show um, where, so, for example, they take from inside out and the control panel from inside out. Uh, they'll have that sitting in a park and then people kind of walk up to it and then it controls how like two other people in the park are feeling. Of course, they're actors, but, you know, if they press anger, then they one of the characters, one of the one of the actors starts acting angry. If you press disgust, she'll act disgusted. And it's just interesting. So, yeah, it is yeah. kind of a, it's kind of a prank little thing. It was interesting, you know, fun little thing. I was curious. So I started that. These are like these are like questions I've been hearing from the adults. Adults have been what? wondering since they say about playing everything. They've been wondering if they can stream the Mickey Mouse Club's shows and the Wonder World mm -hmm. Disney episodes and and movies. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, half of it is on there so far. The Mickey Mouse Club. Um. Well, yeah. I know the 50s Mickey Mouse Club is on there, yes, but, but we just see like one Wonderful World of Disney episode. Yeah, Disneyland um, around the seasons. I think it's a good little taste of what's to come. I think it's enough for now. But yeah, but I mean, there will there'll always be, be updates oh, on, yeah. on stuff you don't usually get to watch on streaming services. Right, and I don't think the Mickey Mouse Club, the original one, has been really available for quite some time. Yeah, I just think that's strange, because <laughs> that's usually the show where you become a fan of him. Well, there you go. Yeah. Because with the Mickey Mouse Club house from Disney Junior, uh -huh. just feel like a trick reboot. Like, you're just, you're just treating, like, it's just a, a boat lake show where you just train... The, the all the all star to your little ones yeah it's more more geared towards toddlers instead of a, a wider audience up through into elementary school yeah I just think yeah I thought it was a bit I just think with that being blocked I just thought that was evil for a moment <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, hoping for like a yes, more of the, the original Mickey like, Mouse Club rebooted yes yeah, from like like the 70s and 90s. Mm -hmm. that awesome one year in the 70s and I apparently like I was the only person that watched it and loved it <laughs> and failed a Halloween costume outfit I'm still working watched, on it I watched the 90s one yeah there you go I didn't I did I mean that's where we got you know some of my favorite Mickey Mouse some of my favorite Musketeers Justin Timberlake Ryan Gosling Britney Spears <laughs> Christina Aguilera yeah, yeah, they were all on that one in the in the late '80s, early '90s. There's a slew of them, man. It's crazy. Yeah, but I can see what you're saying, uh, Fiona. Yeah, uh, that that animated one definitely does not 
stand up to the original to the 1950s 70s or 90s even if some teenagers think that mickey mouse is creepy and cgi i'm assuming yeah, you're talking yeah. from your classes right yes okay yeah, sorry um, for the for the people who who were born from the 20s within childhood the the early 20s within childhood the two the aughts I like yeah, to call them I'm, the I'm, sorry, I'm sorry about that. The aughts, yeah. Now, speaking of those kind of... Okay, so if you like the original Disneyland show, you will love the Imagineering story. There's really no secret about our approach. We keep moving forward. We're always exploring and experimenting. We call it Imagineering. Walt set a standard early on with the Imagineers. There was a standard that surprised people. So that they left thinking, wow, how did Disney do that? This is a dream that started in Anaheim that's traveled the world. We've come a long way through the years, haven't we? Unbelievable. Yeah, I have thoughts on that as well. Yeah. Oh, you do. So you've watched it? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking. Okay. About well, give it. me your thoughts anyway on the map. What's your? What, what are you thinking? Well, I, yeah, I just think it's one of those simple, another simple going through this Disneyland working as a cast member show. Behind the scenes and yeah. the Imagineering. Yeah. Yep. It's a behind the scenes show. Okay, Ryan. Let uh, us know. Well, oh, are you still? For some weird outers, with. Um, Jeff Goldblum. The world according to Jeff Goldblum. Which I think some people thought, well, my mom thought that was a bit of an awkward choice. Well, because they'll have, they have like one person representing the different um, categories. So, um, and they picked Jeff Goldblum to represent National Geographic. Because when I think of National Geographic, uh, my mind straight goes to Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now, when yeah. I'm thinking of National Geographic, I'm thinking of brain games. Brain games? Oh, that's funny. All right, so you want Ryan to give you some inside scoop on the Imagineering story? Yes. All right. So with that, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but it was um, done by Leslie Iwerks, who is the granddaughter of of Ub Iwerks. Um, oh, okay. And Ub I, yeah, Ub Iwerks. Uh, uh, he and she she had done a documentary on her grandfather earlier. Um, I, I, I forget the name of it. Maybe it's the Byrock story, um, something like that. And she did an amazing job with that and the work that her grandfather did because he was there doing the animation for Steamboat Willie and working, you know, early, you know, at the very start with Walt Disney and you know worked for the company for a long time he he stepped away to do his own animation division for a little bit in the 30s but came back uh relatively quickly just because he was so talented when he did and he went into developing effects special effects for uh, both animated and live action so she uh you know did a Leslie did a documentary on her father chronicling all that. But then the Disney company approached her about doing um, something on uh, other Imagineers because uh, Iwerks eventually went to Imagineering um, yeah. and then wanted, wanted um, they wanted some uh, more insight on some of the other, uh, other Imagineers and just Imagineering in general. 
and it was going to be kind of like a maybe a two-hour little movie it ended up being like six hour series so six episodes one hours one hour about one hour each it's just fascinating to watch because she starts off with the beginning of imagineering and then kind of the first episode gets through i believe right about uh up, up up to about the development of project x or the florida project the development of walt disney gotcha. World, but doesn't get in doesn't get into the construction of it it kind of ends uh with the walt disney's death is where is where this one leads off oh okay yeah leaves off with that uh the first episode the next one i'm assuming we'll probably get into walt disney world uh, but went into the creation of disneyland and how imagineers how imagineering came to be the need for imagineering and then um, what they did to initially build Disneyland. Uh, and it's just, it's fun. And you get to see a lot of original Walt Disney, Walt Disney himself on film, uh, oh. a little bit of Roy. Okay. Um, and, and so it's just kind of, it's interesting to see that. It's interesting to see like the original Imagineers and listen to him. You get to see like Harper Goff and you can see Harper Goff working on the Jungle Cruise. So oh, cool. like, yeah, I mean, like, so the it has Mark Davis in there, Alice Davis, uh, uh, Kim Irvine, uh, mm-hmm. just a uh, uh, Bob Gurr, who we've talked with before and met. <laughs> He's in there. Um, yes. So uh, it's fun to listen to Bob and have him talk about some of the stuff that he did for Imagineering. So I think if if you are if it, like and i know we are of course the three of us are love imagineering the love how all of this came to be you're going to love this show and even if you haven't really yeah. you're unfamiliar with imagineering i think that they've done such a really good job in telling the story of imagineering and making this interesting and fascinating for everybody i think you'll be like oh imagineering is 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 a really interesting profession and what they do is very interesting this is an interesting story so even if you're not a disney geek i think you will really really enjoy just the historical aspect of of the design of the parks and the attractions that are inside disneyland yeah, yeah, it's really fascinating to me that they've kind of opened the book and I mean, well, I mean, it isn't isn't, but you know, telling their story and kind of getting it out there about the imagineering to kind of the mass masses really. Mm-hmm. I think a lot like people like us we kind of know cuz we've kind of looked it up and wanted to know and that sort of thing. But I'm sure this, <laughs> this is a And we watched the original Disneyland's the original Disneyland TV show which Walt right. did a lot of highlighting of imagineering and and that oh absolutely. so if you like those original disneyland shows again you'll really like this because it gets it kind of gets back to that in a way yeah, yeah but one day there'll also be uh, something uh that can marry called um a, a day at, at uh at disney is that how it goes oh one at, day at yeah disney. one day at disney have that yeah they haven't released that yet have they i know but it's within Mm-mm. their their book coming yeah, yeah. So it's nice. You know, they've kind of like, you know, things are coming. Originals are coming. So that's nice. The movie that Leslie Iwerks um, created for her grandfather was The Hand Behind the Mouse, the Ub Iwerks story. Ah, and, the yeah. Hand Behind the Mouse, the Ub. So well, yeah. it was close, the Ub Iwerks story was part of it. <laughs> you got that part. Yeah, yeah. And he worked in Kansas City with Walt and came out to California with Walt. 
and even was a partner in the first, in the beginning until he left in, I believe it was 19, what would been 1930, the beginning of 1930. Yeah, I want to do a show mm-hmm. in 1929, fascinating year of the Disney company. Yeah, that would be, yeah, we need to. So I think that's it for the, the you know, talking about the, the Imagineering story, um, but it's, it's, it's interesting. Oh, I did see a tweet by iWorks and company where oh. they uh, got to go do like a special day at Disney and um, got to go to Club 33. And nice. the editor, the, the funny thing is, is the editor, that was the edit four days ago. It was the editor's first time to ever go to Disneyland. What? Yes, the editor, <laughs> uh, the guy who edited this. Cause, well, because he's an editor. I mean, you know, it's like, know. you know, he edits yeah. things. That's his job. But it was his first time to go to Disneyland. <laughs> and I hope he realized that's not a typical day. I'm sure he did. Not everybody <laughs> no gets to joke. go to Club 33 on their first day at Disneyland or ever. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That yeah. is so funny because I'm assuming this this production company is in California, too. So that's. Yes. That's that. Yes. It's hard. It, Good job on avoiding Disneyland. That's a hard thing to do. <laughs> right. I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he's a. I don't know who the. I don't know him or his uh-huh. story. Yeah. You know if he's originally from California or if he just. I'm gonna say of, no. Can't. I would think probably <laughs> not. Most likely. You know, because that would be strange for that to be your first mm-hmm. time to Disneyland. But you know, strange things have happened. Oh well, I'm sure. I'm sure there are more than a handful of people that live in Southern California that have not been to Disneyland. Absolutely, probably. I'm not. Probably. I would not be surprised at all. Well, okay. So, like, okay, but take my husband who grew up in Southern California. I think he he went to Disneyland a handful of times growing up, and it was mm. not like something his family wanted to do. Like, they're like, oh, okay, we'll go. <laughs> Begrudgingly get the kids in the car and we'll go because they're all wanting to go. And um, I don't, yeah, his, his um, my mother-in-law was always mad at Disneyland because there, there was, you know, there's field, you know, these were all like orange fields, strawberry fields. There's all farms around there. And there was a, a gentleman who owned, I believe a strawberry field around there and Disney always wanted to buy their land. And I think... The local news people made it a bigger story than it actually was. And we're trying to, you know, sensationalize it that Disney was like constantly pressuring this guy to buy the land and, and that sort of thing. And I, I don't think that's really what was happening. Um, you know, they probably went every decade. <laughs> hey, can we buy your land? <laughs> and then it would be a big blown up uh, story. But my mother-in-law was really proud of that guy for not giving in to the man and keeping his strawberry fields. <laughs> so, so that was you know so there are people you know that live in orange county that that feel that way well it, you know when we were growing up um and going there in the 70s and 80s i remember there being strawberry fields and orange groves around and people handing out oranges or selling not handing out selling oranges <laughs> out of out of uh, shopping carts on the uh-huh. side of the road oh and yeah so you who, yeah you go down like two blocks to the east of Disney and it, you know, there's a lot, there's some field lands still there. And my last thoughts on, on plus uh-huh. would be, um, Disney family Sundays. We haven't seen that. Yeah. I, yeah. I have, I have, yeah, I have no clue. Oh, so here is an explanation. Yeah. Pro- I think it's a bunch of DIYs. 
Oh, oh, okay, yes. Crafter extraordinaire Amber Kemp Gerstel shares her passion for crafting with young families in a series of Disney-inspired DIY projects. Each episode highlights a different beloved Disney property with a -a one-of-a-kind craft designed for families to build as a team. Amber guides them through an easy-to-follow step-by-step process while exploring what makes Disney so special to each family. Oh boy, I hope I got I gotta take a look at this because um that is always one thing that's really interesting to me. Like if you follow the parent pages of Disney and that sort of thing, the projects that they come up with are beautiful and really well thought through, and they're done by people who have degrees in art. <laughs> so hey, art. I'm like, oh, like I can do it. Oh, but like my, you know, I've got a lot of friends that would just look at that and be like, "Mm, I'm going to pass. So I have to take a look and see if this is something my friends would pass on or not. Like take a real hard look at it and. Well, the other thing is like, I know you could do it, Colleen, but can, is it doable for one of your kids to do? Well, they say it's a team project, so I'm going to say no. (laughs) I'm going to say that then that's not really a team as much of a team project as it should be. It's, it's kind of reminding me of those projects that come home from school that the parents get to do. Woohoo! Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like here yep, you go. Familiar with that. Oh man. Oh, I tell you Well, the, the thing too about these projects is, um, you know, my daughter, you know, comes home from school, my middle one, Adia, and she says, you know, this is the project. I'm like, you go, you you go and you do it and you be awesome and, you know, go forth and conquer. And so she did the project and we worked on, you know, I fault me. I didn't do any of it for her. I did make sure she completed all the steps and all the qualifications were there because they do, they'll let, they'll lay out points for this points, points, points. So we did yep, everything. I'll give you a rubric. <laughs> right. Thank you. Rubric. And so we got that all done and she got, what did she get? She got like an 80% on it. And I'm like, okay. So I go and I take a look at the remarks. And she was basically marked down because I didn't do it. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. That hurts my head. Yeah, I, it hurt my head. I'm like looking at the going, mm, really? Because I can bring it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we shall. And so I did a little bit more on her other projects because I'm so that's a that's a lesson to your family. Let the parents do the projects. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, really the moral of that story. Oh, unfortunately, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I was like oh. so upset because I'm an educator, and that's the moral of the story that that teacher just gave to you. Yeah, because I'm looking at this other kid. They got 100. Mm. percent I'm like, really? Because the parent did it. <laughs> you want to have that conversation? Yeah. Ugh. So frustrating. Anyway, so this looks more like something that your kid is not going to be able to just go and do on their own. This is definitely a family project time. Well, I think Which I was almost, fine. I was just going to say almost like little, little kitty or some sorts. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So it's um, definitely elementary school children and their family members, adult family members. So I think all, all I have to say is go download me Disney Plus Mom and find my favorite pro- profile picture because <laughs> Ma- Mom's profile is obviously Mickey because the leader of Disney, of loving Disney him- 
herself has gotta gotta pick the the perfect the professional character himself. There you go. And like your sister's already done hers. And what's your favorite? What's her favorite character? Jasmine. Jasmine. There you go. Ada's already created her profile. <laughs> yeah, and she she had she almost had some yikes moments with with Disney Plus because not all her good Disney Channel shows can are available. Right. What what was she missing? She was missing uh, the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Which I uh, that's just that's just not understandable because it felt so popular. It felt popular with those audience. Well, yeah, but they they had the Sweet Life on deck, right? Well, yeah. Did they like? Did they like start with that first, just for their famous stars? Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna slowly release things. Yeah, we'll we'll see Zach and Goaty the Sweet Life. I'm sure. But with 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 day with day six here. Oh yeah, we're day six. Let's let's give it a couple more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, You'll start saying some more stuff then. It's so sneaky for no dates. Oh yeah. Well and yeah, well, but they don't want to release everything at one time. They want you to keep subscribing. Absolutely. Well, yeah, just, for, just get yeah. caught up with so everything. Yeah, so they're so this is gonna be like years of trying to get some of their different content out. But I think we, to me, I think they put some of their best stuff out there right away. Oh yeah, for sure. Not not all their best stuff, but they put some of their best stuff. And I just think, I think what we have now is amazing out there. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about a little bit of the navigation of Disney Plus because yeah. in search features? Yeah, yeah, let's go for it. Dad said it's gold. It's gold. <laughs> maybe, maybe some tips and tricks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to smooth. Yeah, that. well, they have the homepage, and mm-hmm. from there, you know, if you scroll down, it's it's typical of a lot of um, streaming services. With a little bit of cha- uh, changing, you know, the first they have like the hits that they want you to hit on, like Endgame, Lady and the Tramp, and the high. They're really pushing that High School Musical, the musical, the series. That's a lot of musical. And the Simpsons. And the Simpsons. And, a lot um, of colons in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many colons that you need a proctologist. They've got Avatar at the top, which I thought was interesting. And uh, they're pressing also the encore Captain Marvel. Marvel. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> we got to watch that. And Dumbo. And Dumbo. And the, and They've the really been pushing Jeff Goldblum. I agree. <laughs> and then they have it section. The next one is um, little squares for Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and uh, National Geographic. I'm excited about National Geographic. I, I think that's wonderful they have that on here. It kind of really rounds it all off with the National Geographic. Um, and then they have originals recommended for you, which I'm sure is recommended for everybody. <laughs> um, you know, the hit movies trending. Um, and I don't always, I don't always know how much I trust trending on these, uh, algorithms. Cause I remember one time my brother was on Netflix and trending and it was a, uh, nature series that they were asked promoting for him and it was like the life of the beaver <laughs> like, oh. I, didn't, I didn't know i wanted to learn about the life of the beaver of the beaver 
Um, they have Out of the Vault, which is very Disney uh, inspired true stories, and they've done a lot. And then Disney Channel favorites, musicals, throwbacks, Beast and Monsters. Disney Junior stuff. Disney Junior. Oh, they've got a lot. Nostalgia movies. Feel good. Mickey Mouse Through the Years, which is great because that's a lot of the shorts. Where's that? Right there. And documentary, oh. shorts, best friends, fun, mysteries, action, adventure, and animals and nature. So. <laughs> that's a lot. Taking it, it back. Is. And that's just on the homepage. Yes, that's our homepage. Yeah, that's the homepage. And so, Brian, why don't you tell them some of the things, uh, searches you were doing? Well, I like if you go to the, like, if you're on the Apple TV, if you go over to the left, or if you're on, I believe, on your computer, you can go to the left and you can pop up the thing where you can search. You can go to your profile, mm -hmm. or you can do things like go to movies, series, originals, uh, uh, Disney Plus originals. But if you go to a click on search, it pulls up a bunch of different collections. So one of my favorite collections here is the Disney Through the Decades collection. And if you click on that, it starts with the 1920s and 30s, and then you have like the 40s, 50s, 60s, so it goes by decade after that. And then each one of those is chronological. So for example, if you're on the 40s, you'll start with um, a, a little short Mr. Duck Steps Out that was released in 1940. But as you scroll across the 1940s and get to the end, you'll have like Ica The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Ted, which was released in 1949. So it's interesting how they have that laid out chronologically. So you can see a lot of Disney films and Disney shorts laid out chronologically. And it's a good way to find a lot yes. of Disney shorts that are on it, here. Cause yeah. it's really hard to find some of the Disney shorts. Yeah. And um, they yeah. even threw in there miracle on 34th street, the original from the yeah. 1940s. Yeah. For Fox. Yeah. <laughs> With Natalie Wood. Gotta watch it. It's a winner. Mm hmm. I think that movie's like way ahead of its time too. Yeah. I didn't know it was that old. Yeah. I like that movie. It's a fun one for Christmas. Yeah. And and under that search, you can then go from Disney through the decades. It'll have like princess movies, Star Wars collection, Disney nature collection, um, Disney Channel collection, just all kinds of different collections in there. Marvel collection, cars collection, Toy Story collection. I mean, there's a bunch there. So yep. it's just kind of a fun way to go and search for some of their stuff and then if you go back to the search you can uh, or if you go back to that to the left side you can you know see what the originals are or their movies um and then their series so it's just kind of a different way to search for things yeah i think it's clever how they have those collections i like that's a good move because you you don't yeah. some it's nice instead of just getting to the search bar oh wait a minute here's some choices you know you, yeah. And that's going to be, I think that's going to be a hard thing with something as massive as this is mm -hmm. um, uh, being able to search uh, through some of their stuff. Uh, they have some neat settings too inside of their profiles, um, which are interesting. Um, so you can do like an autoplay setting where you can enable the, your, 
your smartphone or your Apple TV or whatever to play the next video in a series automatically. So you can enable that or disable that. And then you can also enable and disable uh, some, you know how like on Netflix, when you are on a title, it starts kind of playing a preview automatically. Yes. Um, so if you hovered over, oh, let's say Frozen, it would play Frozen's trailer, basically. Or if you hovered over Iron Man, it'd play Iron Man's trailer. And you can't shut that off on Netflix, but you can shut it off here. Uh, oh, Disney very Plus. nice. Thank you. Yeah. So in your in your settings um, for your profile, you, or in your profile, sorry, not in your, in your profile and in your, uh, I think that one's in your profile also, not in settings. Um you can you can you can go ahead and do that. Also, um, an interesting thing that you can do with Disney Plus is you can download the items that are in there to your smartphone or device or whatever. So you can you can download some of this stuff, and and even if it kind of disappears from Disney Plus for a while, as long as you've downloaded it, you can and you have that device, you can still watch it. Oh, very nice. Yes, yes, which, because which is which which is different. Right. I like that. And I think I accidentally downloaded the Humphrey short that's on there. Yeah, mom, I was wondering <laughs> what, what you were all doing with your profile. But now you can watch it offline. You don't have to be online to watch it. Yes, that is nice. I know that some of the other streaming services are offering that also, but it's, it's a good thing to have. Humphrey the bear. Come on, Humphrey. Pop up. Um, how about just type 40s or something? Yeah. If you, am I misspelling Humphrey? Oh, if you just type in bear, oh, what? Oh, sorry. If you type, type in bear, bear, you get two Humphreys, barely asleep, and busy bear. I don't even, like, I know I saw those, like, on the Sunday evening, Sunday Wonderful World of Disney. They had they would have the Humphrey bear. I like to sing that song to Fiona. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh, boom. <laughs> They're picking up the trash. <laughs> oh. Good stuff. Now we pass out the equipment. Uh, who'll volunteer? <laughs> okay, Hump, you'll do just dandy. Places, everybody. Put on your game bags. That's it. All right, game sticks up. That's fine, boys. You've got it. Now, follow me. A one and a two and a... First you stick your bag, put it in the bag, bump, bump. Then you bend your back, put it in the sack, bump, bump. That's the way it's done. It's a lot of fun, bump, bump. Cutting capers, putting papers in the bag. If you're if you're also looking at um, downloading the stuff to uh, your cell phone or your iPad or some kind of device, yeah, yeah tell me. You those. can go to your settings and you can you can um, modify whether you want to use cellular data for it or only use download over Wi-Fi. Um, whether you want to do video playback using cellular data or not and whether you want to do how how high quality you want your downloads to be so they have different quality oh, downloads, nice. standard medium and high quality and stuff so you can you can yep. you can modify all of that so that's kind of an interesting 
feature too. So I think it's I'm I I've really enjoyed kind of doing that. Oh, and you can modify your like little icon too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, and they do have um, a kids profile button that you can choose. So you you will have kid friendly interface with only content suitable for kids. Now it doesn't give you a rating, so I don't know if it hits on G. Mm. And just to annoy my daughter, I will do that. Oh, poor child. Oh, oh no. Oh, that's why you have family. Oh, uh, you know it. You know it. So it's looking like PG. Everything's, got, everything's um, like cartoons. Yes. Oh, there you go. Lego Star, War, Star Wars, the Freemaker Adventure Shorts. Oh, there you go. Learning something new already. So, yeah. Oh, Phineas and Ferb, the movie. Yeah, so it's a lot of what you would see on Disney Channel. So anything they would show on the Disney Channels, um, including XD, would be what they consider kid-friendly. Oh, that's interesting. So, oh, I, oh, I know. Oh, I'm watching Sword in the Stone this, this, this weekend. That's going down. I started it. I didn't finish it, but I started it. I, just <laughs> I watch, saw it. Oh, my. I just want to watch the, the duel. Why, you little devil, you! I'll wring your scrawny little what, what, what are you up to? Oh, oh, Merlin. Well, you're just in time. We were playing a little game. She was going to destroy me. And just what are you going to do about it? Want to fight? Want to have a wizard's duel? As you wish, madam. Well, come on. Step outside. The, and the nice thing about the Disney Plus, so speaking of that, are like the extras. So they'll have a bunch of shorts embedded into the different uh, feature length films. So uh -huh. some of the shorts you actually have to go into the films to try and find. So excellent. I don't know. Well, I know. For <laughs> I'm not quite sure how that's going to work out over time. We're going to have to like have to have some online databases or something to tell us where to find stuff. But anyway, speaking of sort of the sound. They have some interesting featurettes inside of there. So if you go to the oh. extras on go in there. Sword in this, yeah, go into the extras on Sword in the Stone, and I'm gonna get there too. Sword and the Stone. Oops. Now where are the extras? If you scroll down, it says suggested extras details. Oh, it's, there they are. Oh, you have were to. Were you use blind? I know. Fiona saw it the whole time. I'm the big uh. goober. It's okay, but that's where I found um, Music oh, nice. Magic. Yeah, uh, so you can, like, and I watched Music Magic. Uh, it's kind of like a the Sherman Brothers. Uh, of course. It's music of the Sherman Brothers. Uh -huh. And I enjoyed that. It's just a little featurette. And then, I, then I, you know, you can find the Brave Little Taylor there, um, which is fun. And then Walt Disney talks about magic. Excellent. Um, and, I know. And so you can find these cool little shorts inside of the film. So that's something to definitely go explore some of the extras because some of the extras are just fun. Um, another one is like, I like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And if you go to Who Framed Roger Rabbit and look at the extras, it has the three cartoon shorts that they made with Roger Rabbit, Roller Coaster Rabbit, Trail Mix-Up, and Tummy Trouble. So you can see... That you can see the shorts that they released with other films with with Roger Rabbit in it. So I thought that was a lot of fun. And of course, I watched Roller Coaster Rabbit. And I hadn't seen it since it came out in the pages. 90s. 
So I was I was very 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 happy to see this. Oh, so you can't watch Roger Rabbit on the friendly version, the kid friendly version. Oh yeah. Just a heads up. (laughs) Whoops, I'm still stuck in that mode. Let me get out. Uh, do you remember the audience of that movie? Well, there's depictions of smoking and yeah, that's funny. Cause like Roger Rabbit's only PG, so it's really family friendly. <laughs> it's like super family, you know, it's not even PG 13. So, well, yeah, I, but, but it was, like, it was, it was, it's kind of cutting some of the edges there. I think it's almost like it, a back it to the did, it did. I'm not saying it didn't, it, it totally did, uh-huh. but it's not going off of the PG rating. Right. Oh, that's so funny. I think, okay. it was, I think it was almost like a back to the future tone a bit. Yeah. So yes. That, mm-hmm. Right. Good so there's a trailer it. and behind the ears. Oh, yeah. Deleted scenes. Hand. Yeah. And then the three, three different ones. That's funny. I want to see if I can find tummy trouble without going there. Interesting. I wonder if you can. So no. So no. Google is weird. That's all I have to say. Well, this isn't Google. Uh, Google. Google. This <laughs> is Google this is sites. Disney Plus search. Is there is Disney Plus a search feature? And that right. is going to be the odd thing is there's going to be a bunch of shorts embedded into feature films that you can't necessarily find any other way. Right. Yeah. Um, so another search feature that I did find um, was if you click on movies, and I don't know. Let me look and see. So if you click on movies, and you can do this on your phone too, um, and there's like a, a bun- if you're on your computer or if you're on your Apple TV, you can kind of see some other tabs, and the tabs are all movies A to Z, action, adventure, animation, comedy, documentary, drama, kids, shorts, ultra uh-huh. HD, and HDR. If you click on shorts, it'll bring up a bunch of shorts, but then I also noticed, and let me see if it still is the same way. And I it's not a whole some... lot of shorts either. It's only 10 of them. I mean, we get, we get bow. Oh, no, the list of shorts that I'm getting, the list of shorts that I'm getting from, if you go to movies. Uh-huh. So if you go to. Oh, wait a to, minute. They just popped up. You, uh... Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> it should be more than 10. Oh, it was so <laughs> was... weird. There was 10 and then I just kind of scrolled down. I'm on the computer. And then I scrolled yeah. down and they started popping up and I'm like, oh, that makes so much more sense. And they've there's got a, a lot of silly a, symphonies in here. Yeah, there's a bunch of shorts in there. So that's another way that you can go and try and find some of the shorts that are here. Uh, but again, you won't you notice there's no none of the Who Framed Roger Rabbit shorts right. are in here. And I'm assuming there might be some, there's a bunch of other shorts that you might be able to get through. Well, pro, you can get through, but you can only get to through movies like i don't even know i wonder if we can find the brave little tailor in here or if that's only because the the brave little tailor we found in sword in the stone but i don't see it there what was the um what was the toy story short fiona there wasn't there like a scary one yeah there's i don't see toy story of terror and toy story the, the time forgotten yeah, they they have some. Of, they have three of the Toy Story shorts. Which I was really wanting Toy Story of Terror. Toy Story of Terror. Yeah, Terror. Because, because I've never seen that. Ah, well, let's look at extras. Nope. I wonder if that appeared with a film at some point. Brave little ta- ta- toaster, or no? No, the no, Brave no, no. Taylor. Sorry, the Brave uh, Little Taylor. Well, yeah, Sword in the Stone. The Brave Little Tailor, I can't. I can only find it with Sword in the Stone. 
I thought, um, what, where was the Brave Little Taylor? Was that in the, um, not the Make Mine Music. What was that? Sh- didn't they do that in a short? Are you thinking Mickey and the Beanstalk? Oh, I'm thinking of Mickey and the Beanstalk. Fun and Fancy <laughs> Oh, that's Fun and Fancy. That's in Fun and Fancy Free. Yeah, Fun and Fancy Free. Well, it, no, because it's 1938, the Brave Little Taylor, so that would not have been released with uh, Sword in the Stone. Or, or if they re-released it. They may have. Oh, right. No, they re-released it probably with... I'm assuming they did with Sword in the Stone. That's why it's paired with it. That's an assumption. I think it's a safe assumption, but that's an assumption. So trying to find it in another way. And that's, this is the interesting thing about about uh, Disney Plus is trying to find... So I'll, I'm going to go look in decades and see if I can find Brave Little Taylor. If it's 1938. And it was then, released with a DVD of Sword in the Stone. Yeah, and so that's probably why it's there with extras mm-hmm. in Sword of yeah, the Stone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's not. I'm in the decade, mm-hmm. and I don't see it in that decade. In the 1930s, yeah, yeah. yeah so they've definitely the tried to keep true to the DVD releases, which is interesting. Yeah, I don't see it there. So that's. I mean, that it is. It is. It is interesting how you get to some of the. <laughs> some of the content some of the content is our easter eggs still let's say they're hidden that's and you good. gotta go find them <laughs> you gotta go searching for these easter eggs that's fun yeah so it's kind of for it's kind of for us disney fans to go discover and go yeah, discover absolutely. stuff so you know i actually have a comment with with the kid friendly zone well since there's fox stuff and elias is like really kicking on with with the simpsons i i would I would think he he would be half homey with with this program with with the Simpsons like yeah, the being Disney on there. All right. <laughs> I think that would be a total joke. Yeah, that's funny. That is funny. The Simpsons are going to be a very popular thing on here. Well, there. Yeah, I mean, they've been everyone can Simpsons fight anything. Yeah. My friends, my friends, Katie and Eric, Katie is a big, she likes Star Wars and Disney. She's kind of a, she's a, she's a Disney fan. Probably not as big as we are, but she's a Disney fan. <laughs> and, and her husband likes Disney. Okay. But he loves the Simpsons. So, so he, he's, I know he's going to like this because of the Simpsons that are on there. Yeah. I remember watching it on the Tracy Ullman show. Do you remember? Seeing oh yeah. That? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I do. Yeah. That was in the eighties, the late eighties. Yeah, before it spun off. Yeah, so 89. Mm-hmm. So right in my senior year, yeah, my senior year of high school is when The Simpsons started. Yeah. There you go. I think that's all I have yeah. in mind. Is that good? Well, Yeah, I think right. that was like too much to talk about. <laughs> it's it's a, a lot. big universe out there in Disney+. Plus. Yeah, and it's just going to keep growing. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I, you know, I think it's definitely worth anybody just – Jeez, do the free subscription to see what's out there and see if it's for you. For sh- absolutely, yeah. Oh I yeah, would, I would know. It's really funny because it's a real, um, it's a a conversation starter wherever you're going now. Right now, I you know we went to a birthday party of a one year old, and um, everything princesses. Yeah, <laughs> it was a. It, her, <laughs> they named their daughter Aurora, so just go from there. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, and people maybe know maybe Disney fans maybe. <laughs> maybe and so um you know and, and I was talking to one of the other mothers that were there and she's like oh my gosh I can watch bed knobs and broomsticks 
Yes, oh. that was one of my favorite. I saw that on Tuesday morning about six something uh-huh. and freaked out. And Mike thought I'd lost my mind. That was the big talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and we were. it was really funny because she's all excited for her kids to watch it. And, and she's like, oh, I don't know if they're going to like it or not. But I really don't care. <laughs> I don't we're think, watching it. <laughs> I don't think I've seen, I, I would see any scary parts to people with this movie. Like, no. What, what do you mean? No, yeah, no, not with Ben Knobs and Boots. It's, it's a, it has, it's the, it's a Sherman Brothers musical. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. in the vein of Mary Poppins. Not, not quite, not as good as Mary Poppins, but in the, in that kind of vein. Like, what if you showed this movie first and Mary Poppins? Yeah, you gotta show Ben Knobs and Broomsticks first. Yeah, yeah, this is a good one. But, but, Mokoites, Trachorum, Sadis D. And then just show the real break off film. Yeah, well, it's Angela Lansbury by golly. It's good. Oh, love Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Thumbs up. They did share her. They did share her with Mary Poppins. Yes. And then it has the dad for Mary Poppins in it, too. Yes. So there you go. Yeah. Absolutely. So, All right. Anyway. So we're good? Sure. Yeah. All right, people, go out and search Disney Plus and find find your childhood. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us on another Sorry, episode. I I've been too tired to start this. But but at least we did talk about the Christmas movie, sort of. The Christmas movie? Oh, the Christmas Noel. We talked or, about the Christmas uh, movie. I like that movie. I, I yeah, thought we were movie. thought we were mainly gonna talk about I thought I was I was mentioning Frozen from your mouth. Oh, Frozen, the Christmas movie? <laughs> <laughs> That's what people think of. <laughs> Alright. But for plus, I, I just uh right now I today I just I just wanna eat I just make a dare spaghetti and watch the new Lady and Tramp movie. Oh, Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. Oh, great idea. That was great. That's a good idea. You would do that tomorrow night? What's wrong? Tonight. Oh, I'm going out tonight. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. So maybe tomorrow. (laughs) What to do today? What to do today? Um, oh, there's so much to watch on Disney+. There is. Did you do the... Jillian plans. Did you watch the Imagineering? Oh, no, not yet. Yeah, you should watch the Imagineering because we don't have to watch that together. We need to watch yeah, the that's a good one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So secretive because I I always like the watch park park videos alone just for you to not get weirded out too much. Sometimes with because with with both of us watching the sing-alongs, you were weirded out. Oh, well, sing-alongs? I'm not a big fan of sing-alongs. It depends on the sing. But I, you know, you always, I, no, I'm not doing any sing-alongs. Yes. That's my I'm, level. Yeah, I'm, so I can only watch people, things that involve costume characters alone. That's my level so of motherhood. You, you will not be going to the theater in France for the sing-along of Beauty and the Beast? I will do it once. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 if I'm there with you, I'm dragging you in. Just saying. <laughs> I'm dragging you in. You'll drag me on the submarine ride, I'll drag no. you in. Oh, that's that's fair. That's fair. This is why I like to watch things that involve costume characters and and maybe things that are expensive alone. Okay. <laughs> well besides I guess for me watching those You like to watch those alone? 
Yeah, but I guess for me, if I'm watching the dress up print princess videos, I guess it was it would just me to interact with with the fun and sh showing off their made up secrets and such. Oh, and for this break, we're we're out of pop umbrella loot. The 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 fly the fly out 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 of this world. We are for the breaks. Oh, for the break. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving break is upon us, girls and boys. It is. So where are your plans? Yay! So where are your plans with money? With money or with the day? We mean the time off. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, or, my plan is to make more, <laughs> or maybe, and try not to spend it all. <laughs> or maybe I mean, I mean, with 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 March. Oh, we were talking about spring break. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, we were talking about spring break and how you and I are going to go to Walt Disney World, and Ryan's going to go to Fort Lauderdale. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know with me and Disney Plus, you gotta make my account before I watch anything on there. Oh, okay. Well I think we made your account. Did you? Yeah, we made it we made we picked your picture. We picked Alice. Is that okay? Oh, they did have Alice. Uh-huh. They had Alice. Yep. Did they have like it says Fiona? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess I, I, I didn't know old old pictures were, were, were counted in making other accounts. All right, should I go on? Should we say our goodbyes? Yes. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for joining us for another episode of Dispodopolis. This has been episode 27, and we've had a lot of fun talking, and Fiona's been talking a lot, haven't you? She's got a lot to say. But I'm so happy about that. <laughs> but for a big welcoming good goodbye to y'all, um, goodbye. That's all. <laughs> there I mean, a, a Jungle Cruise, a Jungle Cruise quote. Is that your Jungle That's cute. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And you can reach Fiona at Toad Girl on Instagram and Twitter. And you can see her on Facebook at Fiona, Fiona Hale Artist. Oh, yeah. When you call me an artist, I'm going to shapeshift these arms, baby. All right. Sounds good. All right, Ryan, you want to say goodnight to everybody? Good night to my mom and good night to Aunt Dolores and good night to all of our listeners. Thank you for joining us tonight on Dispodopolis. You can reach me at Ryan Flint underscore edu. And of course, you can reach all of us over at um, the at Dispodopolis on Twitter, as well as you can watch us on YouTube sometimes. <laughs> so good to get some stuff out there. But yes, Ryan. That's over there. Yes, what have you, you, you been? How long have you been holding up the toy videos? <laughs> Oh, forever. <laughs> bad, forever. Ryan. Too bad. bad. Yeah. It happens, for sure. Yeah. So many projects. <laughs> That's for sure. And I want to say goodnight to uh, my mom and, and Aunt Lynette. I want to thank you guys for listening to us and getting through another episode. Uh, you can reach me at Tink Scout on Instagram and Twitter. And yes, uh, we, uh, my plan, I have a plan, Ryan. I really have a plan. Okay. So every other day, I'm going to Twitter something about Disney. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> why not? Over the break? Okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll try that. It'll be fun. It'll last for a week. <laughs> I'll stop. 
But yeah, I want to thank you guys um, again for listening. And if you want to go over to Apple and podcasts and rate us, um, we uh, five stars, please, because please, <laughs> please, 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 because please. So I want to uh, say goodnight to everybody. Go have fun over Thanksgiving break. Go take your family to see Frozen. It's a great family movie. Rot we'll your brain it. with plus. Yeah, rot your brain with plus. Yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, have a better in-depth review of Frozen when uh, Brian goes and sees it. And there'll be lots of spoilers because that's the way we roll. <laughs> we can't yep. contain ourselves. And uh, Fiona, I have only one thing to say to you. What? Do you want to build a snowman? Uh, do you know to save the turtles when they have diabetes and poop out squares? <laughs> wow, you really thought about the lyrics. Good night, girls and boys, and have a great Thanksgiving break. And now it's time for a trip around the park and a kiss goodnight.
mainstream electrical parade. Dispodopolis is a EFA Solutions production. All music and interviews remain the copyright of their respectful owners and are being used under the Creative Commons license law. All other content remains the copyright of EFA Solutions, LLC. This broadcast is not affiliated with Disney or any of the Disney properties, and the opinions expressed in this broadcast belong to the hosts and guests.